Welcome to the Warrior Families Movement, where we learn how to create lives and homes in which you and your family are all passionately engaged in using your gifts and the fight for good. I'm your host, Karen Bates, and I'm excited to journey with you as we learn to let go of the weights of distraction, perfectionism, comparison, and control so we can freely walk with courageous purpose and loving presence on our unique paths. Each episode is designed to shine light on a step you can take toward your inspired dreams and vision for lifting your family and lighting the world. Hey everyone, it has been a little longer than I would have liked it to be since the last episode. To be honest, I haven't been in a very stable place the last week and I haven't posted much anywhere as I've been trying to just catch up on some basic things. I'm sure you'll relate to this feeling of knowing you're barely holding it together, but then feeling inspired to do something more. And then you wonder how you can possibly add anything else to your very busy life. I think it's part of our mortal experience as we're seeking to be guided on our path. At least as I look at scripture and history at the lives of those who help make the world a better place, they always seem to have been asked to do more than they felt they were currently capable of or had the time and resources for. One example that comes to my mind is from my church's history that I'm currently studying. The believers were starting a community in Ohio and most of them barely had the means to build a home for their family. But then they were asked to donate their time and their resources to building this expensive temple there in Kirtland. The more I study, the more I see this pattern of sacrifice and trust over and over again in the lives of people who have a desire to follow God. Now, I do have a desire to follow God. And even though my efforts are very clumsy, still, as I look back, I have several moments that stick out to me where I felt like I was barely treading water with all I had to do, and then I was asked to do even more. One was when I had my first baby and I was getting very little sleep. She kept needing me in the middle of the night or during the day when I could barely stay awake. Many times when she would wake up, I would wonder if there was any way I could give any more, but miraculously, I always could. Another was when I had the thought to homeschool, and I wonder how I could possibly fit anything else in when I was already so busy with housework and I often felt so tired from either being pregnant or from caring for a new baby. Yet somehow it has all worked out. Another happened when a friend asked me to take over a homeschool co-op she had started because she was moving. I knew it was beyond my abilities and I wanted my focus to stay on my own kids because I wasn't yet doing all I wanted to do with them in their education. I worried that anything I took on outside my home meant less attention and time for them. I still remember my surprise at getting a clear answer to tell her that I would do it. I was at my close high school friend's mom's funeral, and I thought about the influence she had had on me and many other youth who were not her own kids. I felt that I needed to do the same and to say yes to this opportunity. It was super hard but so much good came out of it too. I've had many more moments since then that have put me in this dilemma between my wanting a simple family life where I'm focused on just my family and my home and having these nudges and feelings of responsibility to help those around me because of the unique experiences, opportunities, and gifts that I had been blessed with. I'm sharing these things with you right now because I'm guessing that you relate. I'm finding that human experiences are very different in what we go through, but also similar in what we need to learn from our experiences to discover our unique gifts and work on earth. So I hope the experience I had yesterday 
will be of help to you. Like I said, lately, I've been feeling like I'm barely holding it together, especially over the last week. We got back from a camping trip a week ago on Sunday morning at 3 a.m., and it's taken me a week to finish unpacking everything. Just as a side note and total tangent, I want to add that the camping trip was amazing. The weather wasn't the greatest sometimes, but getting to learn from Dean's sessions and others as we walked around beautiful places was so, so good for all of us. I can tell you that the author of The Universal Model is a good, humble, kind, inspired man who is doing his best to do the work he feels called to do. The evidence he presented to us for the new scientific model he is developing was astoundingly vast and simple. It just felt so good to be there and to learn from him. But then we came back to real life and to the post-camping mess, the appointments and the commitments. Adding to that, my allergies have been pretty bad lately, which I know means I need to do some sort of detox, but I also don't feel like I have the time or energy to do something like that because I am so tired from the allergies and I have so many other things I'm trying to do. This lack of energy also means I haven't been getting up as early as I'd like. And as I've been struggling with getting our home habits back in order, I'm also going to bed later than I should. Which means that I've been waking up feeling like I'm already behind schedule because I've slept in longer than I meant to. And since mornings are the time I dedicate to recording these podcasts or writing or to my current teaching responsibilities at the ropes course or getting things going for the school that I want to start at the ropes course next year, I feel like I've got to catch up on some of that stuff during the day because I didn't do it in the morning. And then I start to feel like I'm neglecting the education of my own kids as well as my own. And I have to say that I'm not telling you all this to brag about my busyness. I think we tend to think of busyness as a badge of honor in our culture, and I don't think that's true at all. I think instead most of us need to slow down in order to live life deeply instead of rushing through it. But as you can see, this was not how I was feeling. I didn't like it, but I wasn't pausing long enough to deal with it. So again, I'm telling you this because I'm sure many of you relate to feeling rushed, overwhelmed, and super tired. So here I was in the state of feeling like I was drowning in post-camping mess, a lack of structure at home, an inability to wake up early, and having way too much on my plate when I went to a parent meeting on Tuesday. I'd scheduled this meeting for parents interested in the school I'm starting next year. I asked them to come so I could show them the classrooms and the land we were going to be working with in creating this program at the ropes course. As I showed them the classrooms and the land, I was reminded of all the work we would be putting into this, and it became almost too much weight for me to bear. I was already barely keeping my head above water with all I was already carrying, and it started to feel like this was way too much to add to my life. The parents who came were very encouraging and told me that despite all the weeds and the chaos that it would be a great adventure. I needed their words, and it was really nice to not feel all alone. But I also didn't know who was joining me for sure and exactly what anyone was going to do, so the weight still felt like it was mostly on my shoulders. The reason I haven't quit this seemingly crazy idea so far is because I've been praying about each step on the path for a long time now, and I knew I had been guided to where we currently were in the process. When I tell my Heavenly Father that it feels like too much, The answer that keeps coming to me lately is that I don't have to worry, that he will send me the help needed, and that this will all work out without my having to do it all and neglecting my most important work as wife and mother. However, when I'm standing there looking at all there is to do, it is easy to forget these answers, and the work starts to feel really heavy. 
And when that happens, I often start trying to rely on my own strength, and that's when I start to feel really frazzled and rushed. That night, as I tried to sleep, my mind was racing with all of these thoughts of what there was to do along with some extended family problems that I wasn't sure how to help with. I ended up sitting on the pillow on the office floor at midnight because laying in bed as I lay awake was stressing me out. I tried to type, but I was too tired. And then I tried to read, but my mind couldn't focus. And then I tried to sleep, but I couldn't slow my brain down enough. And so needless to say, I didn't get a lot of sleep that night. Then again, the next day, life had to keep moving. I went grocery shopping, then birthday shopping for my son, took kids to debate, then to seminary, violin, and then we went prom dress shopping. Had lots of tissues in the car because my allergies get even worse when I don't get enough sleep. All the while, I kept trying to remind myself to enjoy the moments, to slow down, to take in the people around me and just trust that things would work out. And as much as I knew this to be true, my mind struggled with staying focused on that and kept straying over to focus on all that there was to do. The next day, after another busy morning where I didn't get as much done as I wanted to, I was driving to teach my class at the ropes course. Alone in the car, I finally had a moment to hear God talk to me. A song came on. I can't remember which song it was, but it put my focus back on Jesus. I suddenly had this visual of me treading water, barely holding my head above it and sinking into it again and again. I was just getting more and more tired as I tried to stay afloat. And then Jesus reached down for me and lifted me up to walk on the water with him, just like Peter. As I had this thought, I felt this strong sense of peace and an assurance that if I could just stay focused on him by living as he would live, not frazzled and rushed, but loving and present, that he would help me do the impossible. I needed to stop worrying, and I needed to just trust. As this visual came to my mind, my heart was filled with peace, and I felt light and happy again, and so full of love for the kids I'd get to teach that day. I knew that this visual reminder came from God and that I could trust him. As I thought on these things, the song Speechless from the new Aladdin movie came on next in the car. I always thought of that song as a song about how the world has oppressed women and kept us from speaking out. But this time I saw it with a new perspective. This time the song was talking about how Satan and his legions were trying to keep us quiet. The first part of the song reminded me of how I had just been feeling a few minutes before. It says... Here comes a wave meant to wash me away, a tide that is taking me under. Swallowing sand, left with nothing to say, my voice drowned out in the thunder. But I won't cry. I won't start to crumble whenever they try to shut me or cut me down. I won't be silenced. You can't keep me quiet. Won't tremble if you try it. All I know is I won't go speechless. Cause I'll breathe when they try to suffocate me. Don't you underestimate me because I know that I won't go speechless. Satan loves to keep us quiet. He does not want our voice to be heard. He tries to make us feel suffocated in tasks and situations and hurt feelings so that we don't speak up and we don't take a stand. But he underestimates us. We are children of God. We have a divine heritage and destiny. We won't be silenced. This beautiful reminder I received in the car was just when I needed to move forward in what currently seems impossible and way beyond me. I know part of the reason this phase of work is so hard for me is that I am now being asked to work with others 
to grow a community of people who want to work together to make the world a better place. When I started writing my book, I could do it on my own, but then I needed help to edit it and for the design. Thankfully, my very talented sister-in-law called and offered to help with the design, and shortly after that, a friend recommended an editor. God knew what I needed and sent amazing people to help me. However, we could also pretty much do our work on our own, and it didn't require me to do a lot of planning with other people. But this time, I felt like I needed to plan with others a lot. There are many skills needed in this project at the ropes course that I do not know nor have the time to learn right now. I need to rely on the strength of others to do this. Plus, I have to lead out, and I really hate leading out. So this new way of doing things by working with people is really uncomfortable for me. But I know that this is a good thing. I always tell the youth at the ropes course that I teach that it is out of our comfort zone that we actually grow. And I'm certainly out of my comfort zone with this. I also often tell them what I wrote in my Find Your Path book, that when we have inspired dreams, we don't have to chase them. We simply need to grow into them. The opportunities, resources, and people will come as we become the kind of people who are willing and able to step forward into what's ahead. So I know that that's my task right now, to keep moving forward and trusting God to fill in all the pieces. I know that's your task too with whatever work you are feeling called to do or uncomfortable direction you are being pulled towards. Growth certainly isn't comfortable, but it is good and it increases our power, our peace, our joy, and our love. I know that somehow things will work out in my life and with these projects, and I know that they will in your life too. I am coming to see more and more that life is supposed to feel like we have more in it than we can handle because that is what keeps us humble, reminds us to seek God, and lets us grow in faith as somehow He makes miracles with our meager little offering of two loaves of bread and five fishes. So thank you for listening to my little experience I just had. I hope it was helpful to you. If you want to know more about the Warrior Journey program, the books, the coaching, or the school, please visit warriereducation.com. I just barely opened up applications for enrolling and mentoring in the school if you're interested. And please email me with any questions you have. I'd love to talk about them on this podcast. And I will talk to you soon. Have a great week.